Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you give everyone ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 1, beginning in verse 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. To understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and their riddles, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge." but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of your father, and do not forsake the law of your mother, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, Let us lie in wait to shed blood. Let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them alive like Sheol, and whole like those who go down to the pit. We shall find all kinds of precious possessions. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in your lot among us. Let us all have one purse. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Keep your foot from their path, for their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, but they lie in wait for their own blood. They lurk secretly, For their own lives. So are the ways of everyone who is greedy for gain. It takes away the life of its owners. Wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. She cries out in the chief concourses. At the openings of the gates in the city, she speaks her words. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded Because you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke, 
I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your terror comes. When your terror comes like a storm, and your destruction comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me, because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would have none of my counsel and despised my every rebuke. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full with their own fancies. For the turning away of the simple will slay them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. Friends, this is Bill Kelly. I am your host, and today is the 1st of November. So I am beginning my 20th month of doing this podcast, and the premise of this entire podcast is that people learn wisdom and live their life according to wisdom. And Proverb 1 is the foundational proverb for the entire 31 chapters of this book called Proverbs. We are studying Job right now, and I'm going to bring up three points today. The first one I'm going to bring up is found in verses 8 and 9. So Proverb 1, verses 8 and 9 tell us this. My son, hear the instruction of your father, and do not forsake the law of your mother, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. Friends, Proverb 1 has three distinct parts. The beginning of knowledge covers verses 1 through 7. Verses 8 through 19 is entitled, Shun Evil Counsel. Now, in the book of Job, in chapters 1 and 2, the book tells us that Job feared God and shunned evil. Now, here we're talking about the instruction of your parents. Friend, your parents have your best interest at heart. And some of you may have had parents that you weren't all that close with. Others of you have absolutely loved your parents, and they set a wonderful example for you. But I believe we can always trust the counsel that we get from our parents. Job was secure in who he was, and he did everything he possibly could to shun evil, and that includes evil counsel. So if you were listening as I was reading this proverb today, this middle portion talks about 
seeking the counsel of people who were going to lead you astray and have you do evil things. Friends, we're to do all we can to avoid people that are going to lead us in the wrong direction. So before we read chapter 7, what I'd like to do is pay attention to how much Job is hurting in this chapter. Now, I'm just going to review chapters 1 and 2. Job was the wealthiest man in the area that he was from when he lived. And over the course of one day, he lost all of his material possessions, he lost all ten of his children, and he lost his health. So he is at his wit's end. And in addition, in chapter 2, he also loses his wife because his wife says, Are you still holding fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. So now there is no further mention of his wife in this book. So I believe that Job is pretty much just right now in the influence of his three friends. But if you listen to this chapter, I believe Job is actually talking with God. This is Job chapter 7. Is there not a time of hard service for man on earth? Are not his days also like the days of a hired man? like a servant who earnestly desires the shade, and like a hired man who eagerly looks for his wages. So I have been allotted months of futility, and wearisome nights have been appointed to me. When I lie down, I say, When shall I arise, and the night be ended? For I have had my fill of tossing, Till dawn. My flesh is caked with worms and dust. My skin is cracked and breaks out afresh. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle and are spent without hope. Oh, remember that my life is a breath. My eye will never again see good. The eye of him who sees me will see me no more. While your eyes are upon me, I shall no longer be. As the cloud disappears and vanishes away, so he who goes down to the grave does not come up. He shall never return to his house, nor shall his place know him any more. Therefore, I will not restrain my mouth. I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Friends, I want to take a closer look at that verse we just read, verse 11. And I am reading out of the Nelson Study Bible. So my second point I want to bring up is Job speaks frankly with God. And verse 11 in my commentary says this, Job 
speaks frankly with God as he begins to pour out his anguish and to complain in bitterness. He had no fear that the Lord would misinterpret him as his human counselors had. The Lord did not reprimand Job for this, but instead commended Job for speaking what is right. Now let's look at verse 12. Am I a sea or a sea serpent that you set a guard over me? When I say, my bed will comfort me, my couch will ease my complaint, then you scare me with dreams and terrify me with visions so that my soul chooses strangling and death rather than my body. I loathe my life. I would not live forever. Let me alone, for my days are but a breath. What is man that you should exalt him, that you should set your heart on him, that you should visit him every morning and test him every moment? How long? Will you not look away from me and let me alone till I swallow my saliva? Have I sinned? What have I done to you, O watcher of men? Why have you set me as your target so that I am a burden to myself? Friends, My third point I want to bring up is Job is appealing to God. Now, let's look at verses 20 and 21 again. Have I sinned? What have I done to you, O watcher of men? Why have you set me as your target so that I am a burden to myself? Why then do you not pardon my transgression and take away my iniquity? For now I will lie down in the dust, and you will seek me diligently, but I will no longer be. My commentary says for these two verses, Job appeals to God to show him what He has done to deserve being made a target for God's persecution. When Job calls God the watcher of men, he employs a participle that normally describes God in a positive role as one who preserves his people. So Job is a hurting man, and it's easy to see why. Friends, if we lost all of our possessions, if we lost all of our kids, if we were now in poor health, we would probably go to God and wonder, what have I done? And I often mention, we do live in a fallen world, and there is evil all around us. But Job was hit all at the same time, and lost everything. 
Let's review our chapter, Proverb 1. Let's look at the verses that we went over today, verses 8 and 9. My son, hear the instruction of your father, and do not forsake the law of your mother, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. Friends, some of you may have parents who are no longer with us. And if that is the case, we can appeal to God. God can be our Father here on earth if your parents are either gone or that you are not close with them and do not seek counsel from them anymore. So my call to action today, what I'd really like for you to do is think about Job and his plight. Think about losing your house and your possessions and all of your children. And finally, your health has been taken away from you. I just want you to think about that for a moment. And as we continue in this book of Job, you'll see why Job was in such despair. It's like, what does he have to look forward to moving forward? And thank goodness that Job ends up well. So I'm going to let you know that in advance. Job has 42 chapters. It's going to be a long time before we reach chapter 42. But there are still many, many lessons that we can learn from the book of Job. So stay tuned. The suggested scripture reading for today would be to reread your proverb of the day, which is Proverb 1, keeping in mind this is the foundational proverb. So really meditate as you read this entire proverb today. And secondly, if you get a chance, please reread chapter 7 of Job. I want you to read it keeping in mind that Job had lost everything. That is why there is such despair in this chapter. That's why he's reaching out to God. And what I'm asking each of you to do is if you're not in a good place right now, if something in your life is causing you stress or turmoil, and you're in a funk of some kind, we need to reach out to God. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening to this podcast today and you've never done that, I ask you to repeat a simple prayer after me right now. Father God, thank you for sending your Son Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth and setting a wonderful example of how we can live our lives here on earth every day. You were tempted in all ways, as are we, and yet you never gave in to that temptation of sin. Thank you, Jesus, for setting that example for us. 
Yet, you were willing to die on a cross so that everyone listening today would have all of their sins forgiven. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe you died on that cross, you were buried, and on the third day you rose from the dead. By doing that, all of my sins have been forgiven. Jesus, thank you for that. Yet, I still need your help. I invite you to come into my heart. I want you to lead me and guide me as I navigate this life here on earth. I ask this in your name. Amen. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, if you would, do me a favor. Go on my webpage, wisdomtodaybk.com. There is a contact tab. If you would, click on that tab, put your name in, let me know you said that prayer, and I want to rejoice with you. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.